This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, everybody, welcome to another Drink of Ages radio show. I'm your host, John Denman, and for the next hour, this is your weekly craft beer and badass music show that we do call Drink of Ages. So thanks for tuning in and listening. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us, and if you're listening to the podcast sponsored by Buffalo by Brewing Company, appreciate that as well. This show is brewed up by Firestone Walker Brewing Company's 805 Blonde L. Hitting the shelves real soon, and man, it's actually a pretty damn tasty yeah. beer. Yes, we're getting some 805 L oh, here in only, Houston. I thought that was only going to Dallas, but... Nope, we're getting it here. We get playoffs and 805? It's a good year. That's it's a good way to start off some 2016. Because, uh, yeah, no, it was tasty. But yeah, uh, I, I actually got mm-hmm. a message from somebody that heard the commercial running on ESPN. And I said, it sounds like you're saying anal five. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anal five. That doesn't. I mean, Let's run to the store and buy that one. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. 805 because it is it is pretty damn tasty. But let's introduce who is on the show with us right now. We have Heather Hamilton and Sam Wright from Southern Star Brewing Company. Hello, hello. How's it going? And our music guest tonight is the badass Craig Kinsey. Plus, he brought some friends along with him. So we'll talk to all of them here at the end of the show. And we'll have their music playing between segments. You guys are going to definitely enjoy that, but Southern Star Brewing Company is who we have hanging out with us now. It's what we're drinking, or have been drinking. Quite a few of these. <laughs> continuing. We're, I don't, continuing to drink it. I'm not sure if we're going to do the pint glass tower this time, because I, I tend to get in trouble when those pictures get posted. Did you say pint glass tower? Yes. Well, I mean, like the challenge stack? accepted. Okay, we'll build a pint glass tower <laughs> You can't then. say that and say we're not going to do it. That sounds like fun. No, I think we should. I think tonight of uh, any night. Still has a, probably a better stack than we have in here, but all right. Well, we make it we happen. Can start. We can make it happen. <laughs> yep. But um, so a lot of things happening at Southern Star Brewing Company. Uh, at the moment, you're still brewing in the old facility, which you say old, but it's still, what, five years? Uh, we've been five brewing there years. for seven, almost eight years. Man, has it gone eight by that in fast? March. Hopefully, we're not. Hopefully, we don't hit eight. But we're uh, in the same facility, yeah. We're in, we've been trying to move into a new facility for uh, a while. And so, what, what exactly is a hold up right now with the new facility? Because uh, it's pretty much finished, right? Uh, yeah. The building's ready. We're still waiting on just some basic utilities that basically finishing the piping, checking for leaks, getting gas turned on, getting uh, the manufacturer of the brew house to come down and show us how to use. The new brew house, and uh, up until about a, two weeks ago, I was just always saying we're four to six weeks out, and two weeks later, that is also four to six weeks out. And now I'm just I'm going with not yet. We haven't moved yet. So <laughs> any day it now, will, it will stay point. true until we actually move. So yeah. when's the brewery opening up? Sometime. Sometime. Sometime not soon. Yet. Sometime it's going to happen. And good old permitting, you know, they always have to jump through a million loopholes and stuff for that. So that's a fun part of a brewery construction process. Yeah, we're... <laughs> Especially, I mean, because um, at, at the new location, it's a much larger brew house. 
much larger brew house. It'll be a 60-barrel brew house made by DME. We're currently on a 15-barrel. Uh, I hate to give any credit to that since it's, I think, part of it's uh, Silver State, part of it's Creveller, part of it was locally made in Conroe. So it's it's a it's a hodgepodge brewing system. But we'll, we should be able to, the brew house will be four times as big as what we have now. So... Well, yeah, what you've been brewing on, I mean, you guys have been producing some pretty excellent beers. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you. that. And we're having Pine Belt right now, which is is one of my favorite beers of anybody, any produced around here, because it's pretty excellent. And it's it's a nice, good ABV, really hoppy, and still call it a pale ale. And it comes in 16-ounce cans. Well, used, now it comes in 12-ounce, right? 12 yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. a good little... Pine Belt's one of my favorites that we make, and... Um, a lot of people are familiar with their bombshell blonde, you know, and, and Pine Belt really kicked it off for us. It was the first beer that we ever started brewing, yeah. which not many people know about, and it's my favorite by far, so. Well, you Gotta guys have, it. yeah, I mean, you have your staples. The Buried Hatchet is phenomenal. Uh, that's you. an excellent beer. They said the Pine Belt, the bombshell blonde. Uh, you've had some really good seasonals, but um, uh we were kind of talking the other day. I don't know if there's something that we can talk about now, but are some of the seasonals going away? We're, we're changing our seasonal lineup a little bit. Um, so for 2016, um, kind of making a little changes. I know I could probably talk about the, the first one we have coming out here in the spring. Um, we have a, a spring Pilsner that will be coming out. So um, a little more refreshing, a little light sessionable beer for the springtime. Um, in the past, we'd had our Red Cacated. It's a Imperial Red Ale that came out. That was it's a fantastic beer. Pretty heavy hitting though. So this will be a nice little Red Cacated was delicious. Although, although I, the just, just to clarify, Red Cacated, we're not killing that brand, but it will be it'll be a different. It'll probably come back as like one batch a year or something like that. Was there anything different from the first batch, the first year, and the second year? Like different hops use of uh, red cockaded because it, it didn't like, it not had, to my knowledge yeah uh, it's still delicious but it, it whenever i was real excited i went and grabbed some it was like it's not quite exactly what i remember it being like oh it's still tasty but that might have to do with the other beers i had before that one could be that could <laughs> the 10 beers you had before that uh, one might have th- something to do with it <laughs> it's the 11th beer that's really, the 11th beer really oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's when you gotta yeah you gotta restart your palate mm. after that one but um, no, so you guys, uh, sometime soon, we'll be going into the new brewery, which is just down the street up there in Conroe. Right. We're, uh, it'll be slightly closer to 45. Um, I'm assuming not many people listening actually care about directions. We're a little bit closer to 45 on a, um, we were in a business industrial park, and now we're on 13 acres of mostly undeveloped land. But we've got a nice, plenty, plenty of room in our new building, and but still a good amount of just open space with some trees, some shade, and just hopefully eventually we'll have, you know, you can just walk around in the woods and drink some beer. Oh yeah, I was like, that's the cool thing. It's like when people think of Conroe, they think we're you know up in the woods. Well, right now we've been out of like a warehouse industrial park, so this is kind of actually throwing it out to. Moving into the woods of Conroe. So it's Get, pretty getting cool. Conroe real. Getting right. to, true happening. to the Conroe roots there. Absolutely. And there's nothing better than drink a beer and run around the woods. That's fun. It's if true. you get lost, we're not responsible. <laughs> not it. Well, the good thing well is, now that we have open space, you can just pass out and 
camp. Or just, camp. just pitch like, a tent up somewhere. Something similar to camping. <laughs> Passing out in dirt is... That's just that's camp. camping, that's right? That's what camping is. That's natural camping. That's natural. You don't primitive need to. Primitive camping. Primitive. We don't encourage, but allow. Yep. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, get another pint, and when we get back, we'll talk more with Southern Star Brewing Company. Talk about a little black crack. Stay tuned. When John went up to heaven, he saw the king on the throne. King on the throne, king on the throne. When John went up to heaven, he saw the king on the throne. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 420 elders shouted, holy is the Lord. Holy is the Lord, holy is the Lord. 420 elders shouted, holy is the Lord. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Break that seventh seal, break that seventh seal. The Lamb of God, the only one to break that seventh seal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. favorite places to go just got better. Rudyard's Pub and Wa. You need to go check out their new tap towers. 20 local lineups, 8 national crafties, 8 imports and ciders, 5 fancy pans, specialty brews, 1 mead, and 1 cold brew coffee tap, plus a newly designed cocktail menu. Still have all your favorites on the menu for lunch and dinner, and don't forget about Chef Joe Appa's world-famous monthly beer dinner happening the last Thursday every month. 2010 Wall Drive, Rudyard'sPub.com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. 
And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK. That's D-R-I-N-K at adamandeve.com. What's up, everybody? This is John from Drink of Ages Radio Show and a local brewer for you to go out and try is from Cycler's Brewing Company. It is the 5511 Double Red L. What makes it a double? 7.9% ABV does. What makes it red? Well, actually, the roasted moss that they're used is what gives it the red color. 5511 is a medium-bodied beer that balances well with the piney bitterness from the hops. Available in 12-ounce cans and also on draft at your favorite places. Don't forget to tune in to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. right here on ESPN 97.5. Okay. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back on. I am John Denman, your host, and we're hanging out with Sam Wright and Heather Hamilton from Southern Star Brewing Company up in the beautiful city of Conroe, north of Houston. Conroe. 40 minutes north of downtown, something yeah, like that. It's a northern town. suburb. It could be 40 minutes, could be an hour and a half. I mean, Houston yeah, traffic. It depends on... Depends on the idiocy of the 45 drivers that day, which... Which is usually pretty terrible usually 99% of the time. Well, but. at least going that direction of 45 is complete, which I don't think they're ever going to finish 45 south. I don't think... I mean, that's Probably just... Not. Eventually. Before 290, that's our that's our slogan. Yes. It'll be done before Which is like 10 years in the making, at least. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. sure when that'll be done. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Uh, the brewery you, will be done before that. Oh, yeah. At least when you get up there, you can have some beers. I'm not you know? putting any money on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of fun things going on in Conroe, and Southern Star definitely is a great destination stop for people that wanted to take a nice little trip, get out of the city for a little bit, go up there. And even the tap room you guys have open now, is a, I mean, it's great. You guys have a nice little setting with the can walls. Are those still there? Or is it oh, kind yeah, of slowly depleting down? Depends on our inventory, but yeah. We, a truckload of bombshell blonde cans lasts about three or four weeks, so if we hit it right, if you come right before a truckload comes, it'll be light. But <laughs> There's going to be a wall. You might be able to walk wall three feet more and yeah. poke something else besides cans. But <laughs> And when there's not very many, you can find Dave's secret room yeah. in the back somewhere. Oh, we weren't supposed to. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Breaking. Uh-oh. Dang, John. Breaking Dave's trust now. We're just going to have to edit that out. <laughs> yep. Nothing to hear here. Nothing to hear. Nothing to see behind nothing, that wall nothing. with the PS4. But <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, so you guys recently released Black Crack. We did. Which is a barrel-aged uh, buried hatchet. Correct. It's delicious. I like it a lot. Good. That's uh, that's what we're going for. Definitely our goal on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this one in cans is the blended version, right? Uh, everything, the only unblended version that we did, we served at our release party, which was... November, November? 21st. Earlier, there you go. Because it was my wife's birthday, and I couldn't oh, okay. I was take like, her. Man, I tried to get her to come up there that. for her, but she's like, we're not going to brew on my birthday. Aw, like, come but, on. But, but... <laughs> Sounds like a pretty well, awesome birthday. And like, I still try to make it happen. Got, and you still got some black cracks. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Still got yeah, some. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we had the 2014, 2015, and the unblended, the unblended 2015. Cask, yeah. Which is pretty potent stuff. <laughs> the yeah, unblended. I purposely did not have any of the unblended that night. That was, uh, <laughs> I knew what I was dealing with there. <laughs> you knew what was up. Yeah, because it was aging for how long? Nine months? 
Uh, we put it into barrels in April, and then to it's about seven months. November, yeah. about seven months in the in the barrels, and they're fifteen barrel or they're I'm sorry, they're fifteen gallon barrels, so they're they're smaller barrels, so the beer will actually age quicker, just because there's more surface area to volume of beer in those. A lot of fifty gallon barrels, you have to age a year, two years. Um, but just to get, surface area, right? To surface beer. area to volume. Yeah. That's that's really the that's what we were looking for. And we, it, like you mentioned, it's a blended black crack is a blended version. It was this year. It was fifty five percent barrel aged and forty five percent just straight raw uh, buried hatchet. And that what we do is we we take three different versions. Well, we take. The unblended version and straight black crack and then make up different proportions and just have a employee panel to say which one which one do we like and then kind of tweak it from there so we had a 50 a 60 and a 70 the 70 was too hot the 50 you didn't get any of the barrel character and the 60 was pretty close and then we just kind of kept screwing with it and came up with 55 that was where we kind of got the barrel character but not too much barrel character. There's a lot of beers out there that I think just kind of go for barrel. You, 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 you want a you yeah, want a beer that tastes like, tastes like bourbon, and that's that's fine. But you know, I'm if I want that, I'll drink bourbon. Um, <laughs> just straight so up we're, bourbon. We're trying to go for the for the blend of the flavors, so we get a lot of the the, the base beer, buried hatchet, get a little bit of a little bit of the vanilla, a little bit of the cherry. And a little bit of the oak that comes out. Sam Wright and Heather Hamilton from Southern Star Brewing Company is hanging out with us. Uh, there, there was a lot of criticism about that beer, which, yeah, it, it's not exactly sure. I, mean, I can see what the criticism was, but it was still a really good beer. But a lot of people thought that it didn't have enough body in it. But that's kind of part of being a barrel-aged beer. Well, and, you know... At the end of the day, if people are saying that it's too thin, that means they tasted it and they still think it's worth trying, that it's not just something they've ignored. So even if you hated it, we appreciate you buying it. I don't um, think I, I didn't hear anybody say they hated it. So Yeah, I think a lot I, of people I saw a lot just, that it was too thin. Yeah, but. that's that was kind of the common criticism that I saw was that it was too thin. But, I mean, if you have our buried hatchet stout, Generally, it's not like a super heavy, thick imperial stout. It's, it's a summertime beer. It's a right. good stout Just... that you can have all year round. It's pretty medium bodied. It's pretty easy drinking for an 8.25% stout. Um, so I think if people like went into it trying it and saying like this is going to be like a heavy hitting, super thick stout, it might not meet their expectations of what they thought it would be. But people that are familiar with their buried hatchet, you know, that's it really hit all of those, you know, flavor characteristics plus the bourbon. I'm really happy with how it turned out. I thought it was pretty, pretty dang good. Yeah. We all sampled it on the show. Oh yeah. Uh, and this is our first year to can it too. So yes. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. We were, there was a very brief moment where we considered just so that we could get it out to more people to do it in 12 ounce cans. And we thought, no, that, that has to be in a tall boy. If we're going to do that. So it works well in a tall boy. I thought there's a, there's no definitive. It might next year come out in a can that you can rip the whole top off and drink straight from the can. A little pint so, glass can or whatever. Pint, those pint little cans. like 360, the, the 360 tear tops. Yeah, yeah. So you can tear it. And I, 
I don't know if anybody would do that, but just <laughs> just to allow people to do that. You have that option at least. <laughs> or a shot. Oh, we should do a shotgun, shotgun it. button or placement of where to open like it. Like a perforated little edge. Yeah. <laughs> Writing that down for next uh, year. No, not shot Shotgunning a black crack. That I saw someone pretty... do that, and I thought that's that's not a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, not a that's... good decision. <laughs> it crossed my mind to to try it, and then I came to my senses and said it's probably not a good idea to do that. <laughs> probably not. Probably maybe not. fun, well, but uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> that's a lot. I'll let someone else try that. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll laugh have fun at with that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, we'll talk about some of the beers coming up next. Uh, we already talked about the Pilsner coming up in the spring and then uh, see what else is happening at Southern Star. When we get right back, I do need another pint. Stay tuned. Drink your betas. Spindle Tap Brewery, Houston's newest brewery and tap room. Actually, it's Houston's newest air-conditioned brewery and tap room. Located 10622 Hirsch Road, just 15 minutes north of downtown. Look for Boomtown Blonde, Tool Pusher Pale Ale, Opera House Double IPA, and Honey Hole ESB on tap around town. But you definitely need to stop in the tap room for a beer and a burger. Tap room is open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. SpindleTapBrewery.com. Get all your information you need. Hey, beer friends, John Didman from Drink of Ages Radio Show here. Coming to our area from California's Central Coast is Firestone Walker Brewing Company's 805 Blondell. Light, refreshing, with an ABV of 4.7%, 805 is a versatile beer with a touch of hops and very clean finish. Look for the black and white cans or you can find it on draft. You want to try a badass beer? Then get some 805 Blondell from Firestone Walker. Listen to Drink of Ages Friday nights at 9 p.m. on ESPN 97.5 FM. Hey everybody, this is John from Drink of Ages and a great beer you need to go try is Sweetwater 420 Extra Pale Ale. This tasty West Coast style Pale Ale drinks an easy 5.7% ABV and goes perfect while sitting by the grill listening to the steak sizzle. Grab a pint or pick up a six pack all over town and check them out at sweetwaterbrew.com. Listen Fridays at 9pm on ESPN 97.5 for more beer talk and live music on Drink of Ages radio show. If you'd like to market your business to the craft beer community, please contact Drink of Ages at 832-617-0201. That's 832-617-0201. Or message us at facebook.com slash drinkofages. Find us on Twitter at hashtag drinkofages. And get all contact and podcast info at drinkofages.com. Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cast Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cast Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies? for your branded merchandise. Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cast Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out, castbranding.com. Drink of Ages, we are back on. I'm John Denman. We're hanging out with Southern Star Brewing Company, Sam and Heather. Hello, hello. What's up? (laughs) What up? Yeah. I'm basing that on the numbers moving. Oh, I know. That's, that's, a, that's how I know. That, that it's actually going on. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, anytime there's something moving like that, like the little thing that runs across the bottom of the screens, the TVs, I can't, I don't even read it. I just, it just catches my eyes. Just no matter what, if there's something 
like the news is on or ESPN and the little ticker thing that goes across the bottom. And like, I'm sitting there with my wife and she's always like, John, I'm like, I'm listening to you, but this is just, it just catches this your attention. This thing is happening on the yeah, screen. Like, I just can't get away from it. There's two, there's two different, we're, we're just, the, the folks at home can't see this, but there's two different numbers moving and I'm on a direct line to see that. So that's. <laughs> so pretty much I'm your just, thoughts are consumed just, with the numbers ticking on the screen. All right, we'll, that's we'll, what I'm looking at. We'll focus back in and. <laughs> Focus. Beer. Focus. Let's get back to let's get back <laughs> to the wonderful uh, hobby and job that you have of brewing beer. Sam Wright, the head brewer over at Southern Star Brewing Company. You said that you have the Spring Pilsner coming out. We have the Spring Pilsner coming out, and that will be. Uh, we don't have a date right now because we don't have a firm date of when we're moving. Uh, we're planning on all the new beers that we're going to be rolling out will be coming out of the new facility. Um, so. It'll be after that happens. So worst case scenario, it's it's the spring ale and summer something. Well, <laughs> well we're going to have a... Release uh, at the same time. Hopefully gonna, way before that. We're going to release a new IPA, year-round IPA called Conspiracy Theory that uh, is kind of going to be the, con- the culmination of what we like in IPAs and what we've learned from our Taproom series of IPAs. Um, we've had some really awesome IPAs that we've come up with. We've had some that I wasn't as excited about, but I think we learned something from all of them, and we've kind of taken all that knowledge and tried to make an IPA that... Hey, you guys were on a nice little streak of putting out some IPAs. Oh, yeah. Half Nelson is one of my favorites. I mean, that beer just knocked it out of the park. Which, if we can find those hops, that will be coming back, but... There's a conditional yeah. there. We can't. I've I've done what I can to try and find those hops, and if, if hey, anybody out there can find some Nelson Savine hops, send them our way. <laughs> we'll take half we'll ounces. Ad- ounces. Yeah, just <laughs> make sure they're cold, and we'll we'll take half ounce at a time. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate, uh, especially when you come up with a great beer like that, to not be able to brew it again because of supplies. What I I think is kind of it cuts both ways. I think that helps keep the hype about it that you can't have it anymore so it's exciting but yeah but as a consumer it sucks yeah everyone's going the, the hop head route so everyone's kind of grabbing for all of these mosaics and the nelson hops and everything like that so it's competition's kind of fierce on that so kind of get them while you can and enjoy it while they're there because I, I mean these hop contracts go <laughs> yeah they're it can be there. There have been hops that I've looked for, and it was posted four minutes before I emailed the person, and they're gone. So there's just certain varieties that very high demand you just can't get. So I would come back with Half Nelson, but the um, yeah conspiracy theory is just going to be not really hoppy, but a nice malt backbone to give it. Give a little ass. Going for a little higher ABV on that one? A little higher ABV. It'll probably, I think, should come out around 7%. So not insanely high, not a session. It's firmly in IPA range and just a big, bright citrus bomb. Uh, Mostly Amarillo. That's kind of the showcase hop that we're going with. Amarillo makes some good beers. Oh, yeah. They do. Then you guys had, was it Riker? Yes. The Riker IPA. The Riker IPA. That one, that was pretty tasty. Uh, it had a lot on the, the very end. Yeah, that, and that's kind of where we're we're going with conspiracy theory is 
there was a long while in craft beer where it seemed like there was a race to make things as bitter as they can be and turned out people don't really like bitter as much as they like hot flavors so we're we kind of dialed back it's still bitter enough to balance out the sweetness but we put more of the hops in the back end uh between dry hop and just late additions which will just bring out more of the flavors and complexities of the hops that we're using talking with sam and heather from southern star brewing company one of the other like uh, was it lamort vivant yeah. Ooh, our beer to go. Yes, <laughs> and that's a style that, you know, not very many people are brewing. It's a delicious beer. I mean, you guys coming up with any more styles this year, reaching out a little further, trying to do something not so much IPA and stouts? Um, As of now, Le Mort Vivant is Le Mort for the French speakers out there. I'm trying to be a little clever. <laughs> um, clever Right dude. now, we're not, we're not planning on coming back out with that. Um. It might, you know, just like Red Cockaded, we're not going to bury the recipe. It might come out as a one-off every now and then, but um, we're looking to kind of redo all of our seasonals and probably fall. There might be an Oktoberfest coming out, and we'll see where the test brewing takes, what what else we come out with. But, yeah, we're going to come out with at least – Three new seasonals that we brew more than one batch of, so well, I think be, should be an exciting 2016 for us. Yeah, I'm not. Sure. I'm not. You guys can keep making IPAs, and I'll be perfectly <laughs> happy with that. Well, well the that, weird, the weird thing. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Heather. Well, that, that's just something that I really like um, that our breweries kind of done, not just with like seasonals, but um, a lot of the beers that we've come out with are a little different styles than people are generally used to seeing. So like our, our summer seasonal Walloon is, uh, I mean, we can kind of categorize it as a farmhouse style ale that people are familiar with, but it's technically grisette, which people are not that familiar with. You know, it's a French style of beer that, um, has a lot of history to it and and that's something i think dave really embraces is that these not ancient but older styles that aren't really brewed as often especially like in the houston area that people might not have tried before or even you know been familiar with at all so it kind of introduces people to something new something different so like our grisette our beer to guard you know an imperial red yeah that's why i was kind of wondering like if if there was anything else coming up to kind of get to those different styles that but i'm um, sure it'll happen (laughs) yeah we're i mean but everything is still kind of pending on that new damn brewery opening up if that yeah yes everything you won't see any new beer once we move wait about a month or two and we'll have a bunch of new offerings but I'm certainly yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to the new. T- I've seen pictures. I need to come up there and check out the new tap room because it looks really. The tap really room nice. is the tap room is beautiful, and yeah, it's really awesome. One thing very excited about it's uh, it's a two story building. The tap room's upstairs with like walls and windows overlooking the production side, so it's kind of cool. You can be chilling in the air conditioning, which. I love climate control. Air conditioning. Air, air conditioning in Texas is wonderful. I don't think people would live in Houston if there wasn't air conditioning. They didn't live here before. Yeah, I think that's what actually, after the invention no of air conditioning, that would be miserable. people moved to Houston. Well, in the tap room, you can see the production facility, but there's also a lot of windows that you can see, uh, as we were talking about earlier, just the land around it. There's just, you can look out a window and it's nothing but trees, and that's... 
I had something unique that we that our new tap room is going to offer that you can see. If you want to see a brewery, which I work in it, it's basically a warehouse and a manufacturing <laughs> facility. Yeah. Uh, but you can also see really nice trees out there. Nature. Yeah, there's some nature. And it's um, we've got a lot planned out for the new spot besides just the facility, like outdoors. Um, I know Dave is an avid disc golfer, so he's been talking about wanting to put up like a little disc golf course around the land. I think that's uh, a great idea. And then also we're going to have an outdoor beer garden. So when weather is nice outside, you can enjoy it and enjoy your beer outside. Um, and I think there's plans for a fence-in dog park or yeah. dog run, which I have a dog, so I'm really excited about because, I mean, just let them off a leash, let them run. You can have your beer. Throw your kids in there, too? No, I'm just playing. Or maybe. That's what I was thinking. Maybe. Hey, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, they like dogs. Right? I was, there's really not any breweries locally doing that or kind of give that experience along with your brewery visit. So I think it's kind of a, a really cool thing once we get all moved in and up and running. Uh, people, It'll be more of a destination, you know, to yeah. come up there and spend a day. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm very looking forward to it. So Sam, Heather, Southern Star Brewing Company, thanks for coming by. Let's Thanks get uh, some more. Thanks. Actually, man, we, we're sitting pretty nice right now on some pines. But... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll work on that <laughs> during the break. Yeah. When we get back, Craig Kinsey is going to be in the studio. Oh, and also more information. SouthernStarBrewing.com is the website. And find all the information for the new brewery and releases and all that good stuff happening there. Absolutely. All right. Drink of Ages. We'll be right back with Craig Kinsey. Cheers. Our friends up at Southern Star Brewing Company have a fantastic IPA out right now. Honesty of Reason is a limited release available in 12-ounce badass cans or on draft. This tasty IPA is 6.8% and will not leave you disappointed. The Simcoe and Amarillo hops give Honesty of Reason exactly what you need from an IPA, a punch in the mouth of citrus and pine. Also, don't miss the Black Crack release party happening at the Old Brewery November 21st. It's going to be the last party at the Old Brewery. Got to get there. SouthernStarBrewing.com. Drink of Ages knows that craft beer fresh from the brewery comes in kegs, not bottles or cans. If you're not going to a bar tonight, take home a Growler, 64 ounces of kick-ass craft beer. At Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, they fill your Growler with a revolutionary system that keeps oxygen out and all the fresh, delicious goodness in. Keep your favorite beer fresh for an entire year, assuming you don't open it and drink it. The freshest craft beer in Houston is at Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, 1005 Wad Drive. Hops are sexy. Welcome back, craft brew lovers, to Drink of Ages. Music segment sponsored by Spindle Tap Brewery. Look for their beer on tap around town or just go get some at the tap room. SpindleTapBrewery.com. Drink of Ages, we are back on. And now in the studio, we do have the badass Craig Kenzie hanging out again, hey, man. man. This, But this hey, is a uh, first time in the studio over here at Firehouse Saloon. Correct. The other time was in a, a taller building. It was a much taller building. More windows. And a lot more people walking by going... Why are they drinking so much? <laughs> what yeah. are they doing over there? And can we join? And can't, yeah. They, it's, it's, uh, we're at News 92. We were in a working environment, but the beer show at the working environment. But luckily, right outside the studio, we had the employee kitchen, which had a very nice bar mm -hmm. that worked out well for bringing all the beers up there. Yeah, it was a fun time. I, I kind of miss that in a way, but another way, uh, this is a much more relaxed setting. Well, this seems like a place to drink some beer. Yeah, we have people waving. Waving at you, Craig, from outside the studio. You see who that is? You see who that is? Sorry, go ahead. But, but yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of friends in here today, so we're all talking to each other. No, it's good. It's going to be a great show. But um, man, what's what's awesome is that 
you brought you brought the heavy hitters with you today. It's the dream team, yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, some Kelly Doyle out there. Kelly Doyle, who's uh, you know one of the most amazing guitarists I've seen. Joffrey Muller on bass, who played with me in Sideshow Tramps, who's an old friend. We went to University of St. Thomas together, and that's kind of the genesis of the band. Me and Joffrey and a, another guy named Scott McNeil, and then Tank, who's the drummer who I've just recently started playing with, and he is. Uh, I call him Tank Barry the Click Lizenby. Do you know what that means? I do not. When you're recording in the studio, they'll do a click track. They have a click that's going on in your headphones so that everyone stays on time. And he plays so perfectly that you can no longer hear the click. He's like, uh, he, yeah, he's an amazing drummer. So it's the dream team playing tonight. I believe it is. Uh, you, you mentioned the Siso Tramps. Mm hmm. Uh, phenomenal band back in the day. I mean, you guys were playing for a while. I mean, it's just so what, whatever happened with that? What, why, whatever happened with Sideshow Tramps? Because it was such a good show. Well, technically, the Sideshow Tramps are still around. It's just the, the time focus. Because there's this whole thing with time and the universe, and you can't do things at the same time. That's weird. I don't know. So I've been focusing on my solo project, and I can't do as much with the Sideshow Tramps. What was, what was but, that, uh, that movie, Multiplicity? With uh, Keaton? Keaton, Michael yeah. Keaton. yeah. If great, only that could that happen. That was a great movie. It really was. And the only reason I thought about that because I watched it like not too long ago. But yeah, pretty, except for the further down the line they cloned, the, the worse the he worst, got. It's like, yeah, it's like a Xerox. It's like a copy of a copy of a copy. Yep. But if I could do Sideshow Tramps and my solo thing at the same time, I would, but there's just not enough time. So I'm kind of focused on, the, on the, my solo thing because I can do a wider variety of songs. I can do like sweet soft songs and stuff that I can't do with the tramps. Yeah. Tramps would just kick your face in, you know, straight down the line. Well, one of the things, uh, like, like I know you do a lot of stuff over with St. Arnold Brewery. Mm-hmm, and they're a sponsor, yeah. Yeah, that's a good little sponsor to have. Mm-hmm. Lenny and the guys over there. Yeah. Do a great job. What was it, their anniversary party? Not this last year, but the year before. Is that what Sideshow Tramps played at that? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then Hayes Carl also played, right? Yeah. I believe so. And then we did it out on the uh, loading dock. On the loading dock. Yeah, that was yeah, a great show. That was too. a hell of a day. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but, man, no, it's awesome. I mean, you, you come from... Are these things on yet? I hope so. <laughs> it could be. You gotta watch for the numbers. Yeah, everybody stares okay. at the numbers that are moving, Hi, but people. luckily... Hey, everybody. <laughs> All right, let's begin. So... <laughs> So let's talk about some Craig Kinsey for a little bit because uh, yeah, you, look, you look at your, you know, like, uh, you and I, we've known each other now for a year or so, maybe two years. I don't it's know how long it shows, but yeah, two years. Uh, so it's fun, always fun running into you into places. And so I was like, hey, look, there's Craig. And so it's always nice to see you. And I say, hey, look, there's that beard. There's the beard. Yeah. Um, but when you start looking up like what you've done in the past leading to where you are now and the type of person that you are now, uh, from living, uh, you were a monk mm -hmm. for a while. Mm -hmm. How long did that last? I was a monk for around five years, Catholic monk for around five years. And uh, yeah, that's where you learn to rock and roll. <laughs> well, monks make good beer. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, the Chimay's, the boys at Chimay's. That's Those it. Those my boys. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, so you were a monk for a while. When did the music side really take control of you, or has, has it always been there? It's always been there, yeah. I play. I was writing songs in the monastery. Some of which, I think, uh, have I played any of them live here with the band? Don't remember. I mean, some of them were probably religious. That would probably sound kind of weird playing here. Uh, but some of them weren't, and I may have played them live before. But yeah, I've, always, I've been writing songs for a while, and, you know... 
doing that kind of thing. It's just always been around. You seem like a guy that has basically just kind of traveled and did pretty much what you wanted to for most of your life. Amen. And I do what I want. And you do what you want, but <laughs> you, you stay in Houston. Like I said, you oh, went yeah. to St. Thomas. Yeah, I went to the University of St. Thomas. And you stay in Houston, you're still performing and doing everything you want to here in Houston. What, what is it about Houston that you like so much? Well, it's the dirty south, and like any good monk, I like things that are dirty. <laughs> so dirty south is very important, and uh, the diversity. You know, Houston's the most ethnically diverse city in the United States. So with all those cultures, the music kind of becomes... Um, influenced by all of those and so that's kind of a major reason I've wanted to stay here so that my music kind of stays influenced by that and then it's also community you know it's a big um, not to drop the, drop the monk word all the time but community is what it's about you know monasteries and everything's about communities and this is the community I find myself in it's where I went to school it's where uh, I met all my friends so I'm kind of like staying in the community of Houston. Well, one thing about Houston is no matter how big it is, and I think we're about to be the third largest city in the United States here, someday, if we haven't already become that, but at least we're the fourth. But when you really start breaking it down, it is really, every, all the industry is really small. The music industry is really small. The, the beer industry is really small. Everybody pretty much knows everybody. Well, we always say it's the biggest small town in the world. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> It is that with the best food that you will find in the world. True. By far. And that's one of the good things about being the diversity that we, that, that Have we are. Have you ever heard how bad the food is in Palm Springs? I... It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But Houston has amazing food. I'm just saying, it's just so you know, just in case you travel there. Just don't go to don't Palm Springs. Eat. Yeah, bring your own food. Yeah, Cliff most, bars. most of my bars. vacations really do depend on what kind of food they have there. It's a big deal. Yeah, and you so, have to eat to live. That's another bummer of life too. Time and eating is a big part. If you could just eat when you want it to, that'd be nice. Sleeping too. But <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm, we're, I don't think you're too far from that point. Yeah. So that's good. I think everyone listening would agree. If you could just do it voluntarily. <laughs> I think. Uh, let me flashback. Something didn't Kramer do his little nap thing on Seinfeld? I never watched one, that show. Never... I saw maybe one or two of them. Uh, okay, well, that was missed... in the '90s, right? I yes. was doing something different. I was like, I was in a cell. <laughs> you were in a cell. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did those '90s work out for you then? It was great. I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so you've had a lot of fun, man. When you look back on some of the experiences, we're talking with Craig Kenzie. Uh, when you look back on some of the experiences, what what actually stands out the most? You know, you talk about community, you talk about diversity, but what are some of the times that you can look back on that won't get you in any trouble and say, man, that was such an awesome event. That was such an awesome time. You mean in the musically or? Okay. Um, we'll do musically first, and then we come back from the break, and then we can get to the real life living. <laughs> well, the first thing that leapt to my mind when you said this, said that was um, one time, when Sideshow Tramps were playing Helios all the time, which is now Avant Garden, Mariana's place, an amazing bar in town that all people kind of start off playing in. Um, a lot of people started showing up, and uh, I mean, they'd be like packed inside, packed outside, people moving all through, and it became like an event. And uh, one time a guy showed up from Bentob Hospital. He had an IV in his arm. And I can't remember if he had the robe on or not. I think he might have had the robe, but I think he, but I know he had the IV in his arm. And he was like, I'm not going to miss Monday night Sideshow Tramp Show. <laughs> and, and he danced the whole night away. And then Joffrey, who's in the Sideshow Tramps, who's playing with me tonight, Joffrey had to drive him back to Bentob. 
<laughs> sneaking back in. Sneaking back he in. Snuck yeah. out to watch the show. So that was that was a memorable event. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more at Craig Kinsey. Find out. Uh, let's talk about some life experiences a little bit. It's good for people. Dream of Ages. Be right back. John Denman, and we're hanging out with Craig Kenzie, a uh, guy that not only plays badass music and uh, completely different styles at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, you can't really even pinpoint what your show is because uh, when I walked in today, I was like, hey, I'm at Firehouse Saloon, I'm hearing some country music. Mm-hmm. But then right after that, it wasn't country anymore. 
You mean the motorhead? The motorhead. Yeah, we're going to do Ace of Spades tonight. And then, <clears throat> yeah, I try to do a lot of, I write and sing a lot of different genres, and I have to kind of change my voice around for each one of them. So if it's kind of a sensitive folk song, I have to sing a certain way. And then if it's a garage rock, I have to sing a certain way. And then when I was trying to sing, when I was learning the Ace of Spades, which we're doing tonight, it took me a while to get it down, because first it sounded like Hayes Carl does Lemmy, you know? It didn't sound like, it didn't sound good. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I finally got it down. So I, have to, I like to sing in different vocal styles and different genre styles. So tonight there'll be stuff like um, Eastern European type stuff, and then there'll be some garage rock stuff, and then there'll be some outlaw country stuff, and then there'll be some folk stuff, and then there'll be Motorhead, and, uh, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So, most of my friends sing. Most of my friends play and sing, and listen to a lot of different genres. It's um, it's just the marketing thing when it comes in is the reason why people don't. I think most. And there are people who just like one genre, and just kind of listen to that and play it. But most of the musicians I know, listen to and play a lot of different kinds. But when they have to, when they record for a record label, they can't do all those different kinds because it's it's unmarketable. You have to call them something. That's why that term Americana is so great, because you can just throw everything in it. It doesn't matter, yeah. As long as it, uh, uh, let's see, let's, uh, it's got to be some, at least one acoustic guitar and some mm -hmm. Americana. Yeah, and toss uh, a banjo in there. And then toss a little banjo in there, and it could be fast, it could be slow. I mean, it is, yeah, it's a great little genre to, to label yourself if you're going to. But I like, the, I like what you're saying, though, about not really labeling Craig Kinsey or even the Sideshow Tramps. Like trying to put them in any category because you really can't. That's why I say Americana is, is an easy throw thing. Because you have to type something in. When you put it on iTunes, they make you. <laughs> you have to type something in there. You have to say something. You can't say, this person is no... You can't describe So there's not person. an other yeah. Yeah, little no other. tab? Uh, but, um... So when when... You've done so much. I mean, you've done. You traveled all over the place, and I gotta tell you, the the stuff that you write about your dad, conversations with dad, the conversations with dad is yeah, pretty he, excellent. He hates that. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> no, but that is such such a uh, writing down the memories of the conversations that you have with your dad. I mean, mm -hmm. that's pretty pretty special. Yeah, I write down the ones that I'm. Um, I can write down. <laughs> your dad uh, seems like I'm, he's quite the character. Uh, yeah, I might I might write him down. I think I'm gonna write him down stuff that I can't. You know, that maybe it's not so appropriate to put on Facebook all the time. Stuff that he says and does. That could be a more interesting book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that might have to get a different label but on it. But people seem to like it. I hear more about it than my music. Is that right? Yeah, people come up to me, conversations with Dad. I know you. I mean, it honestly could be like this little weekly thing. This, uh, almost it is a weekly thing that you do publish on Facebook pretty much. But yeah. uh, no, they're very entertaining. Mm -hmm. Very entertaining. I should have done one for the Christmas season because most Christmases he says, "Oh, today's Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas," because he doesn't know, but <laughs> he doesn't pay attention to dates and times and things. Yeah, <laughs> he pays attention to video games and Netflix. Yeah, you know whatever's important <laughs> to you. Well, Greg Kenzie, appreciate you stopping by, hanging out, having some beers with well, us. Well, thank you, thank you for pouring a beer for me. Uh, man, that's a delicious beer. Another mm -hmm. one from Jester King that does really well. But anything else coming up where people can uh, come watch you play? Uh, I don't think so. Right now we're planning the spring and summer tours and, and kind of in the midst of that. So there's not really a lot of 
uh, shows that I have planned coming up soon. But spring and summer, there'll be touring going on and that kind of thing. And then uh, websites? CraigKinsey101.com. <laughs> It's it's a it's a class for you, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. I hope so. Go on there and learn something. I hope so. All right, Craig, appreciate you stopping by. Uh, again, badass music. Like I said, I've been a fan of yours since the first time I heard you in Sideshow Tramps, mm-hmm. and the first time we met, man, we had a good time. And here we are again, drinking some more beers, about to listen to some more music. Amen. All right, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Hey, real quick, let's talk about some things going on around Houston, and this is usually the part where uh, I can't read it right because it is the last segment, and there's been, it's not like we're heavily drinking, but there's a lot of sampling. You know, there's a lot of sampling of products because this is a beer show, and hopefully everybody out there has had a few pints herself and going to enjoy this. But some things that's going on around Houston, this is Houston Press, Space City on Tap, and Brewing Vinos, January 30th and 31st, 12 to 4 p.m. at the Stafford Center. This event brings some of your favorite breweries, excellent wine, and delicious food for a two-day event. Tickets include 24-ounce tasting card, good towards eight three-ounce pours, food pairings, admission to a shopping tent with artisan vendors, one-off kegs, and beer competition. Uh, you actually go to BrewingVinos.com for early bird tickets. They're only 25 bucks. Not bad for uh, walking around and sampling some stuff. Same with some really good beers. Houston Press is also excited to host the 8th Annual Artopia Saturday, January 30th from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. at 2101 Winter Street. This is an evening of culture, fashion, art, music, and food. This one-night event features live music, fashion shows, dance, theatrical performances, along with galleries filled with works from the local artists. Ticket prices include complimentary food, wine, cocktail, and beer sampling. You can go to HoustonPress.com, get more information on that one. This actually is a badass event, another one that uh, went last year. The place gets packed, and there's you walk by, and there's a fashion show going on. You walk by, and you're sampling some spirit. You walk a little further, you grab a beer. You walk a little further, and there's a band playing. So I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole lot of fun over there at Winter Street Studios. Then the Rory Miggins Irish Stew Cook-Off and Music Fest which is another badass event. And I highly recommend everybody going to this one because the Drink of Ages relay team is going to take the Guinness Pint Challenge this year. It's happening February 13th, noon to 6 p.m. at Lucky's Pub. Live music, dancers, the relay raffles, vendors, and more. And, man, judging, they're going to have a competition for the best Irish stew, chili, open Irish dish, Irish dessert, chicken, and Irish coffee. Best booth also wins something. Music's going to be by the Houston Highlanders, Bloggers, and the Dead Rabbits, plus performance by Two School of Irish Dance. Get your tickets at hsppc.org. I mean, you really you walk around, drink some beers, listen to some badass music, and you sample a ridiculous amount of food. Sounds like an amazing day. It is a pretty fantastic and day. Bloggers are awesome. Bloggers are a phenomenal group of people. But thank everybody that came on, Craig Kinsey. Appreciate thank you again you. for yeah. stopping by. So to start brewing company, Heather and Sam for coming and hanging out, bringing some kegs with you this time. I mean, it's fantastic. Next week's show, our music guest is Austin Mead. You can listen to the podcast sponsored by Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com because we have some Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company hanging out in the studio right now. But they also do sponsor the podcast, so I'm not just making that up. Uh, be on the lookout for Firestone Walker's 805 Blonde L hitting the shelves real soon. And we will be back next week live from Firehouse Saloon on Badlands Radio and ESPN 97.5 FM. Everybody be safe out there. Talk to you all next week.
Thanks, everyone, for listening. Be safe, Houston, and support the craft beer industry and your local homebrew supply store. 